Good evening, everyone. Um, to give a name to this talk, it's a very, very simple talk. Um, but to give it a name, I would call it Untangling Knots. Mm -hmm. And simple as it might be, if, if we were able to live our lives in the way I'm going to suggest, um, it would make such a huge difference to our way of being and our sense of um, fulfilment, um, satisfaction, calmness, serenity in everyday life. Um, but why I call it untangling knots kind of um, is a good metaphor for it because where, the, where it came from, um, early this year I had a, um, a rigger who was doing some work on my boat. I won't go into the technicalities of it, but it was something that needed fixing. And he was about my, my age and he'd been... Um, you could see that he was very, very experienced um, sailor and, you know, very proficient with boatcraft and been around boats all of his life from the way he helped me dock it and was doing things and walking on boats. He's just a natural at it. And there was a point in the work where there was this... Um, that all the rope that he was working with, with became very, very tangled. And I, and I noticed the way that he dealt with it. And it's like he'd done it thousands of times. He didn't get frustrated with it. There was other things that needed doing. But he stopped what he was doing and he shook the rope sort of this way and that way without being frustrated. There wasn't like an ounce of frustration. It was like, tangled rope? Okay, we untangle the rope. Before we can do anything else, we have to untangle the rope. And so he just kind of picked at it and so on and it, it took him about a few minutes but he just untangled the rope and then he went on with the next thing that needed to be doing. And that's why it led to me saying those very simple words that I said during meditation about doing one thing at a time. But if we could, if we could walk out of here, we've been doing one thing at a time during you know, the last hour and a half, two hours, if we could walk out of here and do one thing at a time, um, our lives would be very, very different. We would be living our lives like a Buddha. Mm -hmm. We often think of like enlightenment or the waking life as some, something that happens within us and something does transform within us, but um, it manifests in the way that we live our life and the way that a an awakened person would live their life the way a Buddha would live their life, it would be pretty much one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. Just this. Just this. And when um, blocks come up, you know, when there's a tangle of rope, when there's a frustration, instead of like feeding the frustration and being irritated that it's there, they would just stop and they would be with the frustration. It wouldn't really be a frustration, it'd just be something else that came up. Um, instead of getting more irritated and frustrated and flustered, they'd be, be dealing with that and then moving on to the next thing that would need to be done. Mm -hmm. And if you translate that, um, like simply going to the supermarket on a busy Saturday morning, now you could drive there and you could be kind of you know, busy and you've got to get there on time and you're irritated with other traffic and 
why is there going to be so many people on the road who want to shop at the time I'm shopping? And then you have difficulty getting a parking space and there's so many people in the shopping centre and the crowds, the queue is so long. You could kind of get irritated and frustrated and, and you lose your presence of mind. Mm-hmm. That's one way you could do it. But another way is where, and it does require, um, it does require slowing everything down. I can often see when I'm going to the supermarket, there's a kind of a, a rush in the way that I do it. And then when I pause, I go, actually, I don't have to rush. And then there's that sense that you just park the car and then you walk mindfully into the shopping centre and you mindfully get the, the trolley and and you're sort of aware of other people coming down the aisle and how you got to stop for them and so on. There's, all the sort of frustration goes out of it. Mm. All the irritation goes out of it. It's just one thing at a time. Mm. But, you can, but the other side of it is, is, is if there's a frustration and you're in a frustrated mood, um, you can justify the frustration, you can get more flustered, and then it all goes downhill. Right? It all goes south from there. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important that um, our practice becomes not just the formal practice of meditation on the cushion, that's really important to, as a baseline, um, but it's so important to really bring that, that spirit out into just the ordinary, everyday acts that we do, whatever it might be. And you know, things aren't necessarily as simple as one at a time either. Um, multitasking has been over-glorified, but in some sense we do need to multitask at times. Like anything, like if you're sailing a boat, you've got to watch the, the angle of the sails to the wind and you've got to, you're aware of the pressure on the rudder and you're looking at different gauges, do you know, and you're seeing the heel of the boat. There's a whole, you, like your attention's moving from one thing to another, right? Or if you're playing a flute, you're aware of your breath and you're aware of your fingers and the melody. There's a whole lot of things got to come together at once. So it's, it, life is not always as simple as just chopping carrots, right? It, it sometimes is, is more than that. Yet there's a way, and or with a mother, you know, you have a, a mother with, with a couple of toddlers, right? And she's got to cook dinner, but she's got to keep an eye on the kids, do you know, at the same time so you're looking at the kids to see they're okay and they're safe, do you know, and then she's coming back to making the dinner. So sometimes we do need to multitask. But even when we do that, there's a manner in which we can do it where, where we're giving our attention to each thing at a time. Mother's giving attention to the kids, right, they're okay, comes back to the cooking, just on cooking, you know, shelling the peas, right. The shift attention's not always the way we experience it on the cushion where it's just single focused all the time. Sometimes our attention's there and it's got to be there and it's got to be there and it's random. But there's still a way of turning up to that experience where we just do it, you know, and we slow things down. Often we don't have to rush as much as what we think we do. Um, and we pay attention to just each thing that needs to be done. Moving on to the next, moving on to the next. If we lived like our life like that, we would be we would be behaviorally 
living the awakened life. Mm -hmm. Just some some idea or some kind of um, uh, flash of insight in in the mind, so to speak, we would be behaviourally manifesting it in what we do. And it works the other way around. If If you practice that one thing at a time mindfulness in everyday life, it's circular because when you, when you come to sit down in meditation, you drop into a, a peaceful place much more, um, with much more facility. Circular practice. Okay. Simple. <laughs>